Uh, I'm going to tell you why this matter back then, and then I'm going to tell you why it matters today. Aparentemente hace dos mil años. Esa es la razón que esto era importante. Estas cartas, estas epístolas, Second Peter is one of them, and all of them in the New Testament, they're written with this thing in mind, the coming of Jesus Christ. El regreso de Cristo. Now, I don't know if you guys wonder or thought or anyone has asked you, pero con todo lo que está pasando en Israel and around the world, people ask, is this the end time? I mean, is this, you know, where is this going? How, is Jesus coming back? What, what's going on with AI? Y el famoso uh, um, artificial intelligence. I mean, are they going to take over? Is that lead? I mean, all these questions, listen to me for a second. Es, esta cuestión del second coming of Jesus, um, this, is where the, this is one of the reasons why they needed to hear from Peter. And I think we need to hear from Peter today or this weekend. Dos razones. Ahí están en la pantalla. Número uno. The coming of Jesus is being preached, is being taught, is being presented with the certainty that Jesus is coming back. Now, this is important because what we're not saying, Peter is not saying, I'm not saying, if you believe that he's coming back. Lo que tú crees es importante, pero no es lo más importante. Lo más importante es lo que Cristo cree o creyó. What he said and what he guaranteed. And he said that he was coming back. And guess what? He's coming back. He's coming back. The question is, what does that mean? And what has it got to do with me? Bueno, pues, una de las cosas que tiene que ver eso is, is this right here. El apóstol Pedro, hablando a la iglesia, está en esa situación. Donde está batallando con gente que convenencieramente ha divorciado lo que es estar rooted y lo que es dar fruto. When you divorce... Which, by the way, the Bible presents these two images, salvation and the purpose of salvation, as a one single experience. Please listen. This is important. This is important. Esto que está aquí en la pantalla, this is the reason why you are saved. Esta es la razón por la cual eres salvo. ¿Qué es el punto? El punto es de que el dar fruto no es la evidence que tú eres salvo. El dar fruto es simply the result that you are saved, not the evidence. And I'm saying the evidence because the word evidence potentially sounds like you want to prove, you want to guarantee, you want to make sure that you know what I went through and I believe and I really, really believe because I'm going through crisis of faith and I don't know exactly what I believe or not. I mean, I don't go to church anymore. I'm thinking about not going to church. But what, you know, whatever you go through life, whatever, you know, and again, everybody goes through phases. Pasamos por diferentes etapas, situaciones. El dar fruto es simplemente la razón por la cual has venido a Cristo. So, so again, here's the point. The point is that In the second coming of Jesus, there is certainty. Cristo viene por segunda vez. Now, guys, I told you from the beginning. In 1 Peter, tienes persecution and suffering. And then in 2 Peter, tienes la cuestión de false teaching. So there's confusion, divisiveness, bullying, uh, prejudice, uh, racism. Are you tracking? Dentro de la iglesia, todo lo que acabo de decir. Now, if your context, if your life and your marriage and your kids and your grandkids and your parents and your economy and your feelings and your emotions and relationships are going through hell, If you're going through persecution, you're going through suffering, you're going through confusion, trust me what I'm about to say. You want Jesus to come back. Because you're at the place where, man, this is not making any sense. The more that I try, the more that I commit, the more that I give, the more that I surrender, the more that I forgive, the more I feel betrayed, the more I feel abandoned. The more that I try to follow Jesus, the more distant he feels to me. I don't know if you've been through that scenario. Pero la persecución que está... Entonces, esto es importante porque la urgencia de que ellos querían que Cristo viniera. So, once again, uh, by the way, just quick parenthesis. I am of the mindset, and I'm speaking from my personal experience and then what I see around us. I think people today in the churches don't really think about Jesus' second coming 
Batallamos para hablar de la segunda venida de Cristo porque si somos honestos, we're way too comfortable in this world. We're just, I mean, we're just accumulating too much and enjoying it too much and just, we're just, um, what's the word? Lo que, lo que nos ha pasado es que al distraernos de esto, when you get distracted from the, from the win, from the goal, potentially what happens, instead of living by faith, you live by sight. Empiezas, empiezas a tomar decisiones exclusivamente basado, es what I call a sensical driven person. ¿Recuerdan los senses? The hearing, the smelling, the tasting, the sight, the touching. Entonces, todas las decisiones que tomamos, adivinas qué, las procesas a través de lo que sientes, lo que piensas, lo que todo. ¿Me explico? And, and you know, and I hope and you know, that there is, as much as there is a visible world, what we're seeing today, which is extremely important, right? There is an invisible world. Hay un mundo invisible también. ¿No? ¿Sí conmigo? O sea, suena too spooky eso. ¿Sí? ¿Estamos conscientes de ello? Hay un mundo que no vemos. Hay un mundo de maldad. El Dios que adoramos es un Dios invisible. ¿Me explico? Hay un espíritu, que es el Espíritu Santo, puesto en nosotros, que crea la regeneración. Crea, so, all that, I, I'm, just, I'm just bringing this up to you guys, and, and again, just reminding of what we're talking about, because the certainty of the coming of Jesus is simply the ability to process suffering, to process persecution, In seasons of confusion, look at me for a second. Suffering, persecution, and seasons of confusion. You process those things through your senses. So you got to use your brain. You got to use your emotions. But it's more than your senses. Entonces, no estoy en contra de que pienses, entiendas, razones las cosas. You, ha you have to know why you believe and what you believe. ¿Me explico? Tienes que saber por qué. No puedes nada más tener lo que se llama blind faith. De que porque mi mamá va a la iglesia, pues yo tengo que ver. Porque es lo que me enseña. ¿Me explico? Me bauticé porque... No, no. Tienes que saber. Pero es más que eso. So it begins with your rationale. You need to understand why. Pero hay un momento en la conversación, sobre todo in the context of suffering and pain and dissolution and betrayal and the things that make no sense, you're going to have to deal with faith. You're going to have to deal with the, with the real, do I really trust God? Am I going to be able to actually make a decision and process the irreversible losses through what is to come? Y lo que está por venir es precisamente, otra vez, la venida de Cristo. So that's the context of the letter. Is, is this making sense? So anyways, so that's the context. Now, he, here, here's the challenge. And here's where it gets really, really difficult for these people and I think for us as well. No solamente Cristo viene por segunda vez, que es la certeza, certainty, certeza. Pero vean lo que dice abajo. Every generation preaches and teaches, and today we're doing it. We're preaching and teaching that Jesus is coming back. When is he coming back? That's the big question. We do not know. We just know that he's coming back. We just don't know when. So what, what does that mean? Well, what that means is that the reality of Jesus' return is the reality of one single generation. Every generation preaches that he's coming back. Toda generación tiene que decir y proclamar que Cristo viene, pero solamente una generación va a encontrarse con Cristo. The way the Bible describes this coming of Christ is that that generation is going to go through severe, ¿qué cosa? Persecution. Persecution. 